the power that God has with one man that is committed to him. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. And such, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt by flatteries. That's their lot. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. My prayer is that in this church, in this New Glory Baptist Church, it will be said of us that those guys, they know their God. That's my prayer in Jesus' name. I pray that it will be said of you that you see that sister, he knows, she knows her God. You see that brother, himself and his family, they know their God. And they are strong. And they do exploit. So the introduction says, in life, it is important to be strong. Is it correct? I can't hear your yes. Your yes is even uh, weak. Is it important to be strong? Yes. Good. It is important to be strong in all aspects. And let me tell you, when we are talking about strength here, we are talking about spiritual strength, physical strength, financial strength, emotional strength, psychological strength, even social strength. Strength is important in any sphere of life. When the family is strong, people don't mess around with them. But when the family is weak, every rubbish we get to their house. So it is important to be strong. A Yoruba people normally says that you are not strong, then you are not bold. Oh, Lagbara. Oh, Tunlobuju. What's going to happen? <laughs> You are going to suffer. <laughs> so, it is important to be strong. Without strength, life will be boring. And nothing will be achieved. A typical example is somebody who cannot walk. And they carry him. And they put him at the junction. Until somebody else comes to carry him in the evening cannot move, cannot do what he wants. If there is danger in the, at the junction, the man is just, is the first casualty there. It's a very dangerous thing to be weak. Any form of weakness at all. So life will be boring and nothing will be achieved. So when the Bible says be strong, it is because there is a fight. <laughs> there, is, there is something to do. When somebody tells you, I'm going on holidays, I'm no longer working, I just want to go and enjoy myself, do you tell them to be strong? One look bad life, one they can be eating and be sleeping. Whenever somebody tells you, my dear brother, with what has happened, you have to be strong. What does that tell you? That means there's battle ahead. If you are not going to find any battle, what, are you, what do you want need the strength for? So when the Bible says, be strong in the Lord 
It is a command. It is also an admonition. And my admonition to New Glory Baptist Church this evening, to those who are here and to those who are not here, is that we need to be strong. There is work ahead. And there are battles ahead. So as a church, we must be strong. As an individual, you must be strong. As a member in this church, you must be strong. As a worshiper, you must be strong. Don't just give up. Some people are just morally weak. That after they've taken somebody to the altar and you tell the whole world, forsaking all other women, I give myself to you. And then three months later, one small girl in the office didn't dress well, and then your head is changing already. Is that strength? We have to be strong. You have to know, uh -uh. <laughs> whatever anybody is doing, I have made a vow to someone. So strength is an attribute of a character, and you must just be strong. So it's an admonition, it's a command. You don't charge someone to be strong if there is no task to be performed, or if pressure is not required either for motion or putting up a resistance against an opposing force. Either you want to move or you need to move in life. And somebody is telling you, be strong. When there is crisis in a family, one of the admonition of people that we visit with that are Enyara, Esharagirio, Emura, be strong. What it means is that what has just happened can defeat you, but you refuse. Be strong. So it's because there is a job to be done. Don't get tired. Don't give up. And you discover that the problem cannot last for too long. So you need to be strong. You need to be strong at home. You need to be strong at work. They can't just uh, somebody cannot just come and tempt you, tempt you with money at work. And they say, uh, what we just want you to do is uh, go to the record and just change that five, five hundred thousand. Just change it to fifty million. That's all, and we we'll pay you two million. And then your head is already changing. You already can't sleep. <laughs> no, a strong man will say, Ah, Latibo, do you know who I am? Because if you are strong in the Lord, you will know who you are. So you don't get charged, you don't charge someone to be strong if there's no and our own task is to live only for the Lord. You must live a pure life. We don't compromise it. You know, some people say sometimes, uh, no, the pastor must not see you. And they make it look as if. You are living for the pastor. You are not living for the pastor. You are living for God yourself. And pastor is also living for God. We, 
Because the Bible says, for everyone must come to the judgment throne of God, whether you are pastor or not. So I'm looking after my own life. <laughs> and I'm watching my faith with fear and trembling. And you think, I am watching you, Abby. I'm checking uh, who is doing what. Uh, I pray for you. <laughs> but I'm paying attention to myself. So if you think, the pastor did not see me now. Ah, you're wasting your time. <laughs> there is someone in heaven. He keeps record. You know, in, uh, in, uh, in America, there's a documentary they call The Cheater. In that documentary, they have a private detective team that people hire. If you suspect that your wife is cheating, doing private practice, working with other men, you hire those people. You hire them like for two or three months. You pay the fees. And you know what they will do? They will monitor your wife from that, from day one. When she leaves the house, they will follow her. When she finishes in the office, wherever she goes, if she goes to meet a man in the hotel, they will be sitting down there and they will be keeping the record. That's their job. So when they finish, they will discuss with you all the evidences. And then when the day arrives that you want to confront your wife, darling, I have something to tell you. And then you begin to tell ah, no, not me. I have loved you all my life. You just put the video on. <laughs> Hello, darling. The fellow is wearing that pink dress. Who is the fellow? Does he look like you? Ashuriaba too? And let me tell you, people faint and collapse and die sometimes. So how do you think, if men like you can record, who do you think God is? So I want to beg you, live for God though. <laughs> You're not living for the pastor. <laughs> so... In the physical realm, mere moving, mere moving like this, requires strength. And anyone that will move must be strong. In the same way, spiritually, you need to be strong. What is strength then? It is the state of being strong. It is the ability to get things done. If you can't get things done, where is your strength? Where do, why do you think they train us? Why do you think when a child is born, we minister to them on three levels? We make sure they eat well, one gem dada, balanced diet, so that physically they can be strong. Then we ask them to read, we ask them to observe, so that mentally their brain will begin to develop. Then they begin to ask questions. Then we take them to church. We take them to Sunbeam. We take them to Bible study. We take them to worship service. So that spiritually they can connect to God. And so they begin to build. So strength in the three phases, levels of human endeavor is very critical. Why must we be strong? There are so many reasons. I've just limited myself to these four or five. We need to be strong. Number one, 
that we may be able to stand against the wives of the devil. That's what is written in verse 13. Verse 12. We need to be strong because there is the devil who doesn't want us to do well. Number two, we need to be strong that you may be able to stand in the evil day. Evil days are there, but you don't need to fall on that day. You keep on being strong. In fact, that passage said in verse 13, the last phrase said, having done all to stand. What it means is that when you are going through the battle and you are fighting and you are winning, when you are finished and the enemy is no more, you are not half, you are not fainted. <laughs> you are still standing. Yes, any other battle, and the enemy will say, no, 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 I think we'll leave you alone. That's what it means. Having done all, you are not to sit down. You are to stand again as if there's another battle until they say, okay, 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 welcome home. Number three, we need to be strong because to be weak is dangerous and undesirable. When you are weak, there could be danger. A brother was sharing an experience on Lagos Ibadan Expressway. They just ran into a fresh accident. And when the accident happened, the bus just caught fire. And people inside wanted to come out. They couldn't come out. They were struggling. You could see wanting to break the door. Different kinds of noise and crying and shouting. My brother said, we are just there. We don't even know how to help. And he said, after some time, everybody started becoming quiet because they were dying. He said, and there's nothing as painful as seeing human being dying. You are alive and you could do nothing. He said he would never forget. And after some time, about 20 or there, or 18 or 20 of them in the car, everything just went quiet. Why do you think that happened? No strength. An angel could have come and lifted some of them away from the vehicle, which has happened before. So to be weak is dangerous and is not desirable. Number four, evil forces want to prevent the child of God from enjoying the blessings of his father. So you must be strong to resist them. Somebody wants to take your, your blessing, you must fight. That's what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 11. It says, hold fast that which you have, that no one takes your crown. What are these evil forces? There are so many of them. The spiritual forces are listed in verse 12 of the text that we read. They are principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. All they know is just wickedness. A classical example is what is happening in Syria. Everything they are thinking about is how to do evil. Verse two, and number two, these spiritual entities attack either directly or through their human agents, witches, wizards, and people with familiar spirits. And you know, when I was very young, one day in our neighborhood, they caught a thief. And they were shouting, Ole, Ole. So I didn't know that 
thieves were human beings too. Me So when they were saying, Ole, 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 Lord, where is the Ole? Because everybody I was seeing, they look like ordinary people. They were all wearing uh, asho. They were all dressed. So I was asking them, which, where is the thief? Only on here. <laughs> so it was the first time in my life. I said, ah, so in your knee. <laughs> I used to think as a child that, you know, <laughs> when they say somebody is a thief, it's not, it doesn't look like us. Ah, one of them blue shirt here. Yeah. <laughs> and before I knew, what the heck, So, when we are talking about witches and wizards, they are human agents. They are human beings like us. When you visit a witch, he will also say, Ah, Joko, show my mommy, show my jam. But, but the spirit inside of her is not the normal spirit. Okay? So, and that's why you need, we need to be strong. Because the agents are there. These people, they operate in different ways. Number three, they cause harm, sorrow, calamity. When people are in sorrow and one man happy, that's something right. The story of a young man who was going abroad and they had a send-off party for him. <laughs> and unknown to him. The next neighbor, there was one wicked woman there. After some time, Kilianri was a while around, so she came out. Eh? Oh, so Shegun is going abroad because they were talking. All right, oh, let's give him, give him something to carry. Toton, send something to the boy's life. When he got abroad, he became sick. They ran all the tests. He didn't make it until he came back. That's how wicked evil spirit can be. So if Shegun was strong in the Lord, as the mama was throwing, what do you think will happen? Return to sender seven times. We see these things, they look as if you are joking. There was a family, one of them just got measles. You know all those things. Ah. And as they began to pray, they discovered that Kinshujula song. Oh boy. They declared a fast and said, Return to the sender. With fire. Two weeks later, the boy was healed, and the other family, and they now came to confess. So you have to be strong. People that you are aware don't like you, they can attack you, but there are some you even think they like you. Let them discover that you are strong <laughs> when they want to attack you. Ah, am I the man? Inoni, because the power of God is there. So, because they cause harm, number four, they give spirit husbands, spirit wives, abortive, abort prospective contract. You know that there are some spirits that can go inside a pregnant woman and send the genuine child out and bring another child that doesn't resemble the father, in character, doesn't resemble the mother. He just came tired, and I didn't know what I was going to do. One evening, I was there with my daughter, and he said, this small girl called me by my name. He said, come. <laughs> Are you all right? I will help you. 
she said, Boy, I couldn't sacro lenio. Oculogbibo, or my cubula for the pastor. Just stay with the pastor. Don't come home at all. And two days later, the girl was well. At Igbanye. She's always afraid <laughs> of the daughter. Bulotiwa. You know, there are strange things around. Some of them you don't believe. You think they are joking. You think they are telling stories. But when people that happens to, you will know that, yes, there is wickedness. I'm sure I've told you before. One man, one evening like this, the daughter said, Daddy, maybe you don't know I'm a witch, oh. Say, ah, ah. And in this house. Hey, don't say such rubbish things. He said, I'm not joking. I know you don't know. That's what I want to tell you. Ah. So the father said, what kind of nonsense is that? Can I prove it to you? He said, yes. Under the bed where they are sleeping, he just brought out one bowl with fresh blood in it. Eh? So the daddy just carried the bowl, <laughs> carried the daughter to the pastor. Pastor, you have to pray for this, my daughter. And when they finish, say, okay, we have prayed now. You can go. Say, ah, go home. <laughs> It will be, she will be living with you. <laughs> the pastor said, eh, if she wanted to kill you, let's enjoy it. <laughs> she will have killed you. And then they set up deliverance and made her to confess. They were always going out, sucking people's blood. The girl was not even eight. So, the environment where we live, it must be charged. Their mission is to steal, stealing people's joy, stealing their peace, stealing their progress, stealing their promotion, and to kill through sickness, disease, accidents, calamities, tragedies, business failure. How will a family of six, father, mother, and four children, sleep in the house? And there was fire, and all of them were burned to death. Laro. Is that, is that normal? And none of them woke up to say, ah, Daddy, there is fire. No. Things don't just happen. Somebody has set it up. And they are evil. So you, we need to know. It's not to be afraid, though. So I'm not here to come and make you afraid. No, 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 no. You're not afraid at all. Because Jesus has given us abundant life, abundant life. So, how can I be strong? Verses, from verse 13. It says, wherefore, take up unto you the old armor. Armor is like a jacket, a war jacket that you put on. The old armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. See the way you become strong. Stand therefore, having your loins guard about with truth. Your belt is truth. Let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. Don't polish anything. Don't overemphasize it. Don't say, I'm so glad to hear, to like, to see you when you don't, you are not glad. Just say it the way it is. It says, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, your heart, what covers your heart, what protects your heart against attack is righteousness. Living a righteous life. Number five, verse 15, and your feet show with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You cover your feet by witnessing. 
talking about the word of the Lord. And then verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith. Your faith in God must be strong, wherewith you'll be able to quell all the fairy darts of the wicked. And taking the element of salvation, so your, what covers your head is your salvation in the Lord. You know the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe in him. You have confessed him. It's like an element of you that covers your head. So when the enemy is attacking you, your brain is still straight. Your eyes is still sharp. Your ears are still working. Your mouth can still talk. Because all of them are in the head. And he says, and, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So when you are prepared and you have properly, you've properly kitted yourself, then the word of God is what you use. So I cannot be strong. One, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. It's the power of God. Every time to, you go into the presence of God, you should be strong. Number two, be strong in your faith, in God's word. Number three, receive the power of the Holy Ghost. And make sure that the Holy Ghost fills you regularly. Don't just be filled once. In the act of the apostles, they were filled. Jesus said they will be filled in Acts chapter 1. On the day of Pentecost, they were filled. In chapter 4, they were filled. In chapter 6, they were filled again. And they continue. So it's a new feeling. Always tell the Lord to fill you afresh. Number four, build up yourself through persistent praying in the Spirit. Jude 1.20 said, building up your faith, yourself, in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost and you speak in tongues, you pray in tongues, it's a prayer language. Do it regularly. Do it long time. Don't just pray in tongues for five minutes. No. Because your spirit will then be lifted up. Meditating regularly in the word of God, which empowers you. There must be spiritual strength at all times. The life of a Christian is a life of a charged battery all the time. We don't go on holidays. You are ready for battle at any time. There have been time in the house that the emergency will occur at 2 a.m., at 3 a.m. When you are asleep, they wake you and say, Daddy, <laughs> see what is happening. And as soon as your eyes open like this, you take charge. Sharp, sharp. Because you are prepared. That is what the motto of the Boy Scout is when I was a scout. Be prepared. You must be prepared all the time. Not only when you are coming to church. You know, people prepare, I may get there now, the pastor will ask me to pray or something. No, 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 no. When you, every day of your life, start the day with power. So that in case there is an emergency on the road, you will not look as if you are not prepared. And that is what one of the... Um, Trademark of his, a man that is strong. So we don't sleep all the time. We don't eat all the time. Not because we, don't, we can't afford the food. It's because we want to be strong. We pray. You don't wait until there's need to pray. You pray to pray. <laughs> you pray. God, I'm, any need for me today. Wherever the need is, 
when I pray, answer. <laughs> and the life of men and women of God in the past is, gives us example. So there must be spiritual strength at all times. The power in the word of God is persistent evidence of the presence of God. The word of God is God himself. That's John chapter 1, verse one and, verses 1 and 2. The word of God sanctifies and purifies us. We are to study the word. We are to meditate on the word. We are to memorize it. We are to obey it and put it in practice. What happens when we are strong? Many things happen, but I've limited myself to four. Number one, we will be able to get things done. Number two, our life becomes exciting. Because there's one miracle after another miracle, after another miracle, after another miracle. And the man of God that is strong doesn't rest on one miracle. The miracle that happens at 9 a.m., you praise God for it and you move on. You're expecting one at 1 o'clock. If another miracle happens at 1, you thank God for it, you expect one at 6 o'clock. There are Christians that the last time they can remember a miracle is a long time. And I want to beg you that if you discover that there are no, you don't have exciting things about your faith, then you need to pray more. If God is your father and God is with you, there must be demonstration of it. They can't just rubbish you like everybody else. No. Number three, we will be good examples of powerful Christians. And they say, a prayerful Christian is what? It's a powerful Christian. We will be able to set other people free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's conclude. Finally, brethren, let all of us in New Glory Baptist Church, Ajawa State, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost so that we can serve the Lord. That's the study. And all we are going to do is, uh, in case you have comment or question, I'll take it and then we'll pray. We'll take the offering. Then we'll now sit down for about 10 minutes to plan, plan for tomorrow. Any comment or question? Yes, sir. For the opportunity we have to be under this study, and I pray that the Lord will continue to make our man of God strong and strong and strong and strong, the more in Jesus' name. Uh, this number two, what must we, why must we be strong that you may be able to withstand the evil day? The evil day. I think you, you did not uh, expatiate on this. Which one is the evil day? Evil day. Which one is the evil day? The day of evil. Yes? Yeah, Bible, Bible scholar now. What's the evil day? Because he says it. It says it in verse 13, no, verse 12, verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wives of the devil, number one. Verse 14, it now says, verse 13, 
Wherefore, take on unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. The day of evil. Yes, what is the day of evil? Okay, he wants, he wants to tell us. What is the day of evil? Evil day. We already know that the enemy is working now. But what would the, evil, the day of evil look like? Yes? What would the day of evil look like from the scriptures? Oh, yeah. Okay. You want to help us? All right. Praise God. Okay, the evil days. Um, the scripture says um, it will come to pass that um, perilous times will come. And when perilous times comes, a lot of things will be happening. Men will be lovers of themselves. Men will be proud. People will be disobedient to parents. So I can say the evil days. When we're talking about the evil days, we are talking about the end time. When so many things will be happening people's faith will begin to wax cold and then we need strength. We will need to be strong to withstand such things. So evil days, we are talking about the end time. We are talking about perilous times. We are talking about times when dangerous things will begin to happen. Thank you. Yes, any more? Let's read that verse again. Verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. There are two of them. There's the one that is constantly bringing about that you, the one you mentioned in verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wives of the devil, which is ongoing. But Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25, 24 and 25, that when the end time comes, even the very elect will be deceived. And when, those, when the situation arises that you face the day, as, just like my sister said, as the days go by, when we are getting closer to the end of time, it will look as if even the very elect may not survive. But the day of evil is the day which you are presented with those challenges in your faith as an individual when it looks as if ah, <laughs> and when that day comes God will be looking at you and expect you to survive I will tell you a story and then we will go ahead a bishop or a pastor was preaching and then it became so 
was making a lot of converts. So they picked him and they wanted to execute him. They said, well, if only you can just deny the Lord Jesus Christ. I said, no, nothing like that. So they called the crowd and he said, no, I'm not going to deny the Lord Jesus Christ. So in prison, in the night, they brought hot iron and lay it at his back and he was going inside the skin. And they said, we will stop if only you deny the Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, so you just denied him. When they denied him, they removed the iron. Sure, you know, the pain won't stop, Abby. So shortly after that, the Lord Jesus just appeared to him and said, so you denied me? And he just started crying. What am I supposed to do now? He said, don't worry. Tomorrow, they will bring you before the whole crowd again. I said, the foolish pastor who was telling you yesterday will never deny the Lord Jesus Christ. He denied him in the evening. And we've asked him to come and deny him publicly before you again. He says, so at that time, just tell them about me. They will kill you, but I'll be standing beside you. So they, not too long after Jesus Christ left, they came back. I said, okay, now that you've denied the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, you cannot just deny him among the five of us here. Tomorrow, we've sent emergency requests to everybody to gather at the auditorium again. The king will be there. And you declare your, to them, said, no problem. That's a deal. So they got ready. And in fact, many people who didn't come the first time, they came. Hey, come and hear the pastor. He has denied the Lord Jesus Christ. So they presented the case. Yes, he's here. They nursed his wound. So that is still paining him. He will now come out. So he came out and started talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and many people gave their life to the Lord, but they killed him on the spot. But Jesus was there with him. That's a challenge to him. So when a day like that comes in the life of an individual, may you be able to stand. Let's pray. I want you to talk to the Lord now. I want you to speak to him. Father, just make me strong. Make me strong. That's all. That's the prayer this evening. Make me strong. I want to be strong. Make me strong. Make me strong. Let me just be very, very strong. Every weakness in my life, Father, remove it now. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Father, we just commit ourselves to you. We want to be strong. Every weakness in our life, Father, please remove it in Jesus' name. Strengthen us. Empower us. I ask, oh God, when we shall be confronted with challenges of life, help us to stand. Let us not fall. Let us continue to the end. Father, I pray, Lord, that in our lives we will finish well. We will finish strong. Thank you, Father. 
In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to sing in 371, and we'll take the offering. The ushers, the choristers, uh, the visitors, parlor, all of us will have a brief meeting immediately after the service, to, just to be sure that everyone is ready. Leaning on the everlasting hand, 371. What a fellowship. Let's rise and sing it. Water Fellowship 371. Water Fellowship, water joy divine. On the everlasting arm, water blessedness, water.